0: Como tú te llamas, yo no sé De dónde llegaste ni pregunté Lo único que sé es que quiero con usted Quedarme contigo hasta el amanecer Como tú te llamas Bienvenidos
1: a Radio Menea. I am Vero Valletti-Flores.
2: And I'm Miriam Suela-Perez. And each episode we're bringing you a mix of our favorite mainstream and alternative Latino jams based on a new theme. I have to admit, um, I'm really excited for today's episode because this song, which is Hasta el said by Nicki Jam, um, has been my obsession for the last few weeks. Like if you could see the number of times I've listened to this on Spotify you would be uh, really shocked. <laughs>
1: <Probably>. <laughs> You're going to get an end of year data from Spotify with hella Plays on this song. Oh my God,
2: I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's not uncommon for me to get really, really into a song, but this one I feel like I've taken to a new level and it's hung on for a little bit longer. There may have even been some karaoke snaps of this one at some point. Um <laughs> So we basically crafted, I mean, we were th- we think about themes in lots of different ways, and sometimes it comes from a song or something that we we notice across different songs, but I feel like, for me, my my like desire to do this particular episode was basically based on this song by Nikki Jam. So our theme today is deseo, or desire, and, you know, it's obviously a common theme in music, right? This is not a a unique uh, particular emphasis we see it a lot Um, but for me it's like that feeling when you meet someone and you're just immediately drawn to them for maybe no good reason Um, you don't know very (laughs) much about them uh, but you want to get to know them in a particular way yes (laughs) so you know this I mean the lyrics in the song are pretty straightforward it's like I don't know your name I didn't ask where you came from all I know is I want to spend like I want to spend until the morning with you I'm like that's (laughs) It's
0: real, it's real, it's real, real único hasta
2: have to say though, people, everyone should take a look at the video, which we, which is on dradimanana.com on the blog post about this. Uh, Veto and I were having a debate about whether this video is creepy or not.
1: <laughs> I'm definitely more on team creepy. Yeah. I think.
2: Basically, the video is set in a laundromat. Which is so interesting. I think when a lot, so much of that music videos like pull something out of nowhere that's like not anywhere in the song, but they're like, oh, laundromat, perfect. I'm like what? Like there's no reference to a laundromat, but hey, who knows what he was thinking about? So basically, it's Nicki Jam and this like woman, young, cute, you know, woman who's alone. They're both alone in the laundromat, like in the middle of the night, and he's like singing the song to her, and she's basically ignoring him for most of the video, and like looking at her phone and like rolling her eyes at him, and then at some point. There's this like kind of amazing breakdance battle interlude. <laughs> it's not in the actual song, but it's on in the video. And he's
1: like the laundromat attendant, right? Like he like oh, is an employee of the there? laundromat. Oh, I don't know. Does he work so there? Because why is he hanging out at the laundromat? It doesn't even seem like he's doing laundry. He's out there helping old ladies. I just assumed he was doing
2: laundry. That's so funny. But you're right. There's no. There's nobody working in this laundromat. I mean, right? Like, it's not a real thing. It's a video. But um, but he, <laughs> right. I do feel like he right. has creepy vibes a little bit. But here's why I don't think it's creepy. Because at the end of the video, she does her laundry and she leaves and he, like, lets it go. And then this, like, abuela comes in and he, like, laughs at himself and he helps her put her laundry in. And I feel like perhaps the whole thing is just a fantasy like it's just a fantasy in his head that he's not actually like harassing this woman or actually saying all these things to her he's just like imagining all these feelings that he has toward her um, but kind of just letting them go so that's what that's the reading I have where I try to like yeah
1: I can totally see that I can totally see that and I also appreciate like I feel like there's like this like reggaetonero thing that's happening right now where folks are cool with like LOLing at themselves a little bit like like, I have like a silly thing going on like jay balvin does this a lot too Mm -hmm. where he's like i'm silly this is silly like i am fine laughing at myself so i like that too i feel like my um my sense of being uncomfortable with it is i've literally had the experience of being sexually harassed at my laundromat so it's like a little bit real for me but but i do think that in the end like it is i think that it is it's kind of like a fantasy i i do i see that reading of it
2: well and and this theme of like Desire, borderline harassment is going to come up a bunch in this episode, unfortunately, because that's, I think that line is often an unclear one, depending on the context. Um, So folks who don't know about Nicky Jam, he's kind of blowing up right now. Like this particular song has been on the top of the like Latin billboards for a while now. It came out um, just a couple of months ago. He's known as a Puerto Rican artist, but actually he's also Dominican. His mom is Dominican and he was born in Boston which I was really surprised by, but moved to Puerto Rico when he was 10. Um, and he used to collaborate a lot with Daddy Yankee back in the like early 2000s. And then apparently they had some sort of beef that I couldn't get the d- details on from my research. And then, but now they've come back together because they actually released like last week or a couple weeks ago, um, a remix of this song featuring Daddy Yankee. He actually revived his career. He kind of went like dormant for a little while. Perhaps he was in jail for a bit by moving to Medellin, Colombia in 2010 and like restarting his hmm. whole reggaeton career. So it goes back to her time out with Jay Balvin, who's also from Colombia, like that, that Medellin and Colombia are really becoming the center of reggaeton. And there's just like a lot of industry and a lot of um, just movement and people who are really interested in this genre. And it's really, I mean, yeah. basically. Yeah, it's a scene. Basically helped Nicki Jam get back on top. So here we go. Totally. But I hope you all appreciate the song as much as I have been appreciated. I actually have to say, my like obsession with it has ended, but it lasted like a month. So. <laughs> um, and he has, I, I like a lot of his older stuff too. There's some good songs um, that f- folks should check out from his older catalog as well.
1: The next song I have for you all is Best On by an artist called Luca featuring Teishi. Put my best on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me put
0: my best on for you.
1: So I really, really love this song. It's by Luca Bucellati, but the vocals are Tashi who is who I want to talk about today. Um, she's actually born in Argentina, which I didn't know. I was under the impression that she was Col- Colombian. But she was apparently uh, born in Argentina and just spent some time in Colombia growing up. But anyway, her name um, is Valerie Teicher and she goes by Teishi. And I really find her music just to be so lovely. Um, I was really into her Verde EP, which came out last year in 2015. Um, But she's been doing her things for a couple of years now. And this song isn't on that. Um, As I said, it's a song by Luca where she's featured as the vocalist. But I thought of this song for this episode because it's about getting dressed for your lover and the sort of deseo that can be involved in that.
2: I love that part of it because, you know, it's like when you're really into someone, like the way in which your desire for them seeps into every part of your life and your day, right? That you're thinking about them in all these moments that aren't even about them or that they may not even have any idea that you're doing.
1: Totally. And you know, obviously on a daily basis, people usually get dressed for themselves, right? And what makes them feel good or comfortable or matches the ways that they, you know, feel their gender. But sometimes for someone really special, you know, you get dressed with them in mind and maybe with, like, what you're going to do later <laughs> in mind.
0: <laughs>
1: oh,
2: maybe um, your undergarments, perhaps?
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. But, you know, I'm just being careful because I don't want any of our dude listeners to think oh, that any women man. are out here getting dressed for randos on the street. Right. No, no, and, no, no. You no. Know, it's street harassment season right now, so I'm feeling yeah. a little bit sensey about it, yeah, but um, on the occasion when you are getting dressed for someone special, you know this is this is the song I would say that like.
2: Being someone who's like gender nonconforming and and gender queer and like wears mostly men's clothing, this is like one of the benefits of that is that I ba- rarely ever get street harassed. Like people just kind of ignore me, men in particular. The only time mm-hmm. where that changes is if I'm with a woman, particularly someone I'm dating who is particularly feminine, and if we're like dressed up to go out, then that then it just like turns up the volume a lot. But on a Oof. daily basis. I really the worst. get left alone, which I am grateful for.
1: I really love this song. And one thing that I like this song is that I feel like it gives me, like, young Beyonce. You hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I feel what like it's, like, a little bit. I don't know. It just sounds like, you know, like, she's, like, Destiny's child, but, like, all three of them at once. <laughs> I don't know. Like, she's, like, I, 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 that's what I hear, yeah. and I really love it. Yeah. It's It's a good vibe. I feel yeah. like it's so good.
2: The next song that I have for you all is La Conocí Bailando by Dr. Bellido featuring Canarias. Canarias!
0: Canarias.
2: Song. the reason I picked this song for this episode was just because I think there's almost no better way to meet someone than on the dance floor. It's just, <laughs> it's, I just feel like it's like the, the sexiest thing possible. It's that feeling of like chemistry and connection with someone that you don't even really talk to but you see each other, or you're like dancing near each other, you like make eyes, you like you know, start dancing together and then all of a sudden there's just like intense chemistry and just the connection that's required to really dance well with somebody, especially like when I think about you know bachata or reggaeton or salsa like these these types of music that just require a really intense um level of connection to dance well even just because of the sort of partner dancing involved and
1: has that ever happened to you where you just meet somebody on the dance floor and you just like have an intense chemistry in the sale
2: I wish. I wish. I feel like it <laughs> happens to me in, like, my fantasies. No! Like, I've definitely, I've definitely have experiences where, like, I have really good dance floor chemistry with someone. Like even someone that I've met maybe not on the dance floor but then like I could get the sense that that I'm like okay we're gonna gonna have good dance floor chemistry like that actually happened pretty recently and it's I mean it's fun to be like yes we did have dance floor chemistry Um, and maybe it's just that right like maybe it never goes anywhere else Mm -hmm. like you just have dance floor chemistry but no it doesn't happen I think in the way that I wish it would or like the way that it doesn't the teeny bopper like fantasies of my mind.
1: <laughs> um, amazing, but, amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, and this song, you know, I mean, I, it's got like a dancey sort of reggaeton vibe, which I'm I'm into. It's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit different than the, the kind of stuff I usually bring. I don't actually know where I found this song at all, um, but when mm-hmm. we were when I was researching it, we had this debate about whether to include it because I realized that Dr. Bellido and Canarias are both uh, Spain from Spain, they're Spanish artists. Mm Feído is based in, or he was born in Sevilla, and Canarias are from the Canary Islands, which is why their name is Canarias. Um, They're actually a a female duo that does a lot of reggaeton. And so it kind of brought up this whole question about, like, well, what is Latino music? Um, Who gets included in this genre? Like, what artist do we want to include? Um, Which, you know, I think we're still kind of discussing that question, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think that we, like, arrived at at anything, but... You know, we thought we'd just have the discussion with you all. Yeah. It's weird because I don't feel like people from Spain necessarily are Latino, right? With yeah. The, the, at least the way that I think about it, I right. think about, you know, like Latin America as what is Latino and Spain is not part of that. But obviously there's there's so much influence and cross-cultural um, collaboration and, um, you know, globalization makes... Um, makes what the cultural stuff so much more blurry.
2: Yeah. Spanish cultures had such huge influence on Latin America because of colonization and even post-colonization just continued constant immigration between Spain, Mm -hmm. like the peninsula. Between both of those. And Latin America. Yeah. And then with this song in particular, like I don't think anybody would say like, would, like, kick it out of the genre, you know? Like, it feels very solidly, like, Latino right, music. Right, right. Um, even though these folks are from Spain, so that was yeah. kind
1: of my... But then we were also talking about, like, if, like, a French dude did a reggaeton song, yeah. like we wouldn't right. bring it
2: here. Right, right. Yeah, it's a it's a blurry line. It's a blurry line. No, we probably wouldn't. We probably wouldn't. Yeah.
1: But then, you know, I was looking, you know, like, at our homies at out Latino, shout mm-hmm. out, hey. our girl Jasmine. Yes. But on Alt Latino, they've had Mala Rodriguez on, Mm -hmm. who is, you know, one of uh, my favorite mujeres in hip hop and español, who is from Spain, too. Um, And so, you know, we thought we thought we'd just go for it and uh, have a discussion. And also we kind of just realized a little late in the game. (laughs) <laughs> that these folks were from Spain.
2: It's a, it's you know, this is a low budget operation. We do our we do our research when we can. Also just like again, <laughs> coming back to this theme of the desire that you feel sometimes when you meet someone on the dance floor, like I just didn't want to I didn't want to leave that out of this episode because it's such a like yeah, fantasy of mine is, is veto has that ever happened to you? Have you ever just like connected with someone on the dance floor?
1: Um I've never like met somebody on the dance floor and was like, "You now I know." But I've definitely like had chemistry with people and then danced with them, you know, and felt that, or had just dance chemistry, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I think that, I think that a lot of times, people make this connection between dancing and chemistry. And what's gonna happen after dancing? And sometimes dancing is just dancing, and you have really good chemistry, and then you're like, bye. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, totally. um, totally. I've definitely had really good dancing chemistry with folks, and that's it, or had really c- good chemistry with folks before, and then it, translated also into dance floor chemistry mm. but i've never had this experience of like making a <laughs> wordless connection and right. just dancing and right. then knowing you right. know that sounds kind of cool
0: i know
2: just like lock <laughs> eyes with someone across the dance floor and yeah no, no that's never no, happened to me that's never happened to me it's making me think of middle school dances though and like all of the fantasies i feel like all of my friends and i had about like what was going to happen at the dance and like I feel like all the romances that were, like, made and broken within just a few minutes on that, like, gym floor.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's amazing. Uh, Yeah, I was way too shy. I would go to all the dances in high school um, and then, like, be uh, scared when, when like, a young boy would try to, like, you know, dance too close.
2: Wow, you've come so far. And then probably, like,
1: next... too close was playing at the time because that's about the right time. And I was like, ah, I feel a little poke coming through. Oh no. <laughs> oh No, that's, that's, scary. yeah. But I had this amiga who, um, uh, was a good friend of mine in high school who showed me all of the dirty dancing moves and she just did like so much dirty dancing and she was so good at it and I would practice them, but then not do them at the dance because I was scared. You were
2: scared. Maybe that, that was probably the best. I was the person who was usually in the girls' bathroom like, comforting all of my friends who are crying about boys
1: oh my <laughs> which goodness.
2: perhaps was like a little bit predictive of my <laughs> sexuality in the future but because the boys oh. the boys just weren't interested in me like I don't think I ever got asked to dance at one of these dances mm. I know it was sad
1: it was sad so it's okay you know You'll you're you're okay even though the boys didn't ask you to dance. <laughs> well, we both school.
2: come a long way, right? You've you we have we you've have developed your way. confidence and your ability to dirty dance.
1: <laughs> I sure
2: have, and I I'm <laughs> the one asking the girls out now. So
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh yes, Lord. I love it. Yes. I love it.
2: All right, what's the next song you've got for us?
1: So the next song uh, that I have for you all is called Over Here and it's by Noita. It premiered just a few weeks ago um, on The Fader, and it's by an artist that's new to me, um, Noita. And she's this Chicana based in Toronto who I basically only know from her Twitter bio because she's super young and new, and there's not that much out there in the world that I can find necessarily. But I like it a lot, and it brings this sort of, like, sad desire vibe, you know? um like about desiring somebody that you know is bad for you and you know which we've talked about before on this podcast but it's a common thing you know like desire isn't this like universally easy or Mm -hmm. great thing and sometimes desire gets us into a lot of trouble and you know I've been in the position where you decide that you're gonna make a bad choice because you're grown Mm. (laughs) <laughs> and because you want to and yeah. you can make bad choices if you want to. And then you just have to learn the lessons the hard way. And then you realize that that shit probably wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes that's how you got to do it.
2: Yep, it's true. It's true. And it's, it's such a good point. The desire is not always positive either because maybe sometimes it's creepy when it's like unwanted or because it's sad because it's un requited or Mm -hmm. because that person is just not good for you so it's like yeah we think of desires as really positive like hot exciting vibe but it's not always the case
1: yeah yeah definitely and she said about this song that it was about this really sad time in her life where she really wanted to be with this person and this person wasn't um you know the person that she needed and Mm -hmm. she's depressed and just still just so much desire right so um, she's got these sad girl vibes going, which I'm I'm about, you know.
2: Yeah, I feel like the alternative music genre can often be a good place for that, right? There's a lot. Yeah, a lot of good sad girl vibes. Mm-hmm. I was definitely really into, like, emo music when I was in, like, <laughs> high school and college. It's, just, like, hard to imagine now. I mean, bachata oh is God, very it emo. It is hard to
1: imagine now. <laughs> bachata is very yeah. emo in,
2: like, a different way. But no, I, like, I mean, like, I'm sort of embarrassed to say this, but like Dashboard Confessional, for example. Oof. Oh man, that's Oof. like if I hear that music now, I like want to like go crawl under a rock and die. Like it's so bad. Yeah. It's so yeah. downer. But I was I was clearly like going through it and that music was yeah. a solace. So
1: I can Well, I'm glad you have bachata now for <laughs> all of your emo needs. Oh, thank you. I'm it's glad it's much I have better bachata too.
2: Yeah, I think it's better for me. I agree. <laughs> Well, and so
1: what's up next?
2: Speaking of bachata, <laughs> clearly <laughs> bachata is next. I don't think there's been an episode yet where I haven't brought bachata. Um, so this is Obsession by Aventura. Ooh, classic. Aventura.
0: Hello? Shh. Solo escucha. Son las cinco en la mañana y yo no he dormido nada. Pensando en tu belleza, el loco voy a parar. El insomnio es mi castigo.
2: Bachata classic it's from 2002 um, and it was you know I think a big part of Aventura in particular but this song especially was a part of this effort to push Bachata into more of mainstream crossover Um, and Romeo Santos who was the lead singer of Aventura who is now a solo artist has been has continued that push and, and really taken it all the way I think to the mainstream in the last decade or so with with his music um I will say that I've gotten some shade from some folks who won't be named um, about my <laughs> love for Prince Royce, <laughs> and so I felt like I needed to to show that I also can rep with some older school, more kind of classic bachata. And although Aventura is pretty, you know, poppy, they are definitely it's this is definitely a more classic song. So, and I'm not gonna, you know, I don't even like no shade back to the people who kind of hate on me for liking Prince Royce. I get it, especially because these folks are Dominicanas, and, like, I totally understand Prince Royce, and people feel like he's just a sellout, and so... My love for him is just a special thing I feel, but um, but I can appreciate you know other bachata artists as well. So don't don't worry, I'm not only going to bring Prince Royce to this podcast.
1: <laughs> so this one's for the team Romeo out there. Yes, exactly, exactly,
2: team Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, of course, the, the the lyrics of the song and the theme of the song again continue on this f- thread of desire, but desire that maybe goes a little bit too far and becomes obsession. Um, Definitely too far. Oh, man. Yeah. So, and I, you know, I have to say, I know what it's like to be on that, to be on that tip, right? Where you're just like so into someone that it kind of goes a little bit too far. (laughs) Um, I'm I'm not going to say I've ever stalked anyone. Like some of the, this song, I think definitely like borderline stalking a little bit never stalked anyone Um, but you know that feeling of just like you just just got so strong feelings for someone that you just like think about them all the time and there's like a line in here about when he um, talks about like wanting to call them just to like curb your anxiety (laughs) and like of course in today's era that would be like texting but whatever like snapping them Um, But I totally can relate to that feeling. Um, Also, the beeper reference is pretty
1: classic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, beepers. Remember that? Did you have a beeper, Vero? I did not have a beeper. I didn't either. My parents were, like, not trying to let me have any communication devices like that.
2: I think we were also, like, a little bit young. I feel like if we were, like, a couple years older, we might have been more in, like, the beeper...
1: Era because we maybe. were maybe like there were definitely kids school. at my school that had beepers, yeah. I feel there like there were I definitely was... kids at my school that had beepers, yeah. I just, you know, my parents were like, You can call from school <laughs> if you need to,
2: right? Right,
1: yeah, we're not gonna get you a beeper,
2: yeah. Beepers <laughs> definitely had like a bad reputation for being like about drug dealers and shit, but um, but I will say that, yeah, anytime this song comes on, I am on the dance floor in like 10 seconds, it's just such a classic, <laughs> um, it's just a classic one, bachata to dance to, and. Um, it's You should watch the video because, like, Baby Romeo is pretty adorable.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, I remember when this song was in, like, the its main big flourish of popularity. I was actually living in Italy at the time, and it was so popular there. So this song was huge, really, like, internationally. It wasn't mm. just... Latino hit right it was Mm -hmm. this hit all over the world where the whole world was like suddenly obsessed with this music that up until very recently before that had been pretty isolated to the Dominican campo
2: yeah and
1: Aventura just changed all of that they completely changed the game
2: yeah totally totally and Romeo continues to change the game I mean he sells out stadiums in in like the U.S. that other like top U.S. artists like He's, like, broken records for, like, selling out X Stadium so many nights in a row. I mean, he's just, like, an absolute superstar. It's pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, totally. So the last song that we have for you is by my boo, Miguel. This is Coffee.
0: Coffee. Sweet, dream, sweet dreams, sweet dreams turn it coffee in the morning We talk, street art, sarcasm.
1: MG. Miguel. Ugh. Oh. Dios mío, Ave María Miguel. I swear to God, <laughs> that man is so So fine. good.
2: So good. Like, I can't
1: get over this dude, and his songs are so sexy. Oh. He is so sexy. I love his, like, Califas, Chicano, Rockabilly influence style mm-hmm. situation that he has going on. Yes. Um, so, Miguel, if you all didn't know, is Mexican American and Black American. And he's fairly connected to his Mexican side. You know, I follow him on Insta because I'm thirsty like that. And <laughs> when he goes to Mexico he calls it home, which like activates every single one of my diaspora feels. Um, and I just love them and love him so much. And this song is so good. It's so sexy. I like how coy it is by yeah. saying coffee in the morning when you uh-huh. know exactly what he means. Uh-huh. It's I know. not coffee. I know.
2: Can we just give a shout out to morning sex for a second? <laughs> yes! So it's the best! Good. So good!
1: There's it's nothing the better.
2: Best. There's ma- probably nothing better.
1: <laughs> and, you know, the cool thing about Miguel is that he's got some politics too. Mm. Um, he has this video for the song Candles in the Sun. Which you know takes this like a hit at religious intolerance and xenophobia mm. and police violence, the drug war, and just systemic racism in general, and it just makes my little political heart go pitter patter. Mm. But most of his videos are just about sexiness, you yeah. know. And yeah. so Ooh. the video for this song—have you seen it? Yeah.
2: Oh my God, I'm like having flashbacks right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Ooh my goodness, well there's this one, there's the video for Adorn, which is also so hot um, he has a video with uh, a song that he did with Janelle Monae called Primetime, which is just like really adorable, and they're both really fine, and uh, anyway, I'm gonna finish fanning myself and tell you a little bit more about this song
0: um, <laughs> it's, what?
1: so this song is from his Wild Heart album which is his third album which came out in 2015 and there's actually also a version that's explicit and it's featuring Wale and um, he says fucking in the morning Mm. but I just really like the coyness of coffee in the morning I just find it so much sexier I really really like this you don't need to spell it out we know what you mean no we know what you mean mean. also you're like rolling around in
2: bed with this really hot woman like clearly we know what you're doing in this video yeah
1: yeah and I'm realizing now that I brought all this R&B and all these R&B influenced jams, which kind of makes sense for the Deseo episode. Yeah,
2: right. I mean, that whole genre is basically about love and desire. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I see that I see a parallel with Bachata too, right? That, that's so much yeah. also about that. I have to say, I was watching this video. I think we were like g-chatting, and I was watching this video while we were prepping this episode and i like had to stop because i was like i have to do work and this is really <laughs> this is really making it challenging cuz he's oh so sexy God. and really distracting
1: very very distracting
2: for some reason it's making me think of boys to men too
1: although i know they're mm. like they're like a little sweeter right like yeah i, don't, I mean i mean i'll make yeah, love to totally you right sweeter, like sweeter very lovey dovey
2: but they're like not you know they're not opposed to talking about sex they just do it in sort of a little bit a lighter way. But, oh
1: totally. But yeah. Well, I mean, "I'll Make Love to You" is mm-hmm. like so amazing, right? And it's just like I feel like I appreciate songs about men talking about female sexual pleasure.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. "I'll Make Love to
1: You" is one of those. I know. I wrote a
2: post for Feministing about that years ago about how it was such a feminist anthem because, like, it you is imagine? a feminist anthem. "I'll Make Love to You" when you want me to. And I it's won't like totally go. It's totally about consent. Until you tell me to? <laughs> like,
1: what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, take your cues from her, boo. I love it.
2: I think it's going to be an interesting challenge for us to, like, how many times can we have an episode that's about, like, love or sex from, like, a different angle
1: <laughs> in this <laughs> podcast? Because there's just so I much. Mean,
2: there's so much.
1: It's it's a recurring theme in music, but we've got some other things planned for you. Yeah. Don't no. you worry. Yeah. Oh, I'm not worried. I love it. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just keep talking about
2: it. All right. Well, that's, that's our episode today. Gracias. Thank por you escuchar. so much for listening. We, uh, are now on Stitcher, which is another place that you can listen to podcasts and there's an app. So you can check us out there. Um, and you can find us on
1: raimenea.com. as usual all of the songs that we featured on this podcast will be on our website so make sure to look for details there we're at radio menea on instagram and twitter and facebook and all the social media lugares so check us out follow us and if you can if you like us then we would love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. It really makes a huge difference uh, for getting our podcast in front of new listeners. So we would love it if you could leave us a quick review. Chao queridas
0: llena de placer